0: Welcome to Arrest All Mimics. My name is Ben Talon. This is the Creative Innovation Podcast. How are you doing? Are you all good? What you've been creating, what you've been up to? Get it shared on the Twitter at Arrest All Mimics. Keep the conversation going because the weather this week is dripping paint on three dimensional objects. Yes, got Craig Black coming up on the show. Craig Black Design, fantastic Scottish designer, uh, worked in London many years before going back to Glasgow. Uh, And really taking off of his career, you're going to hear that story, it's a fascinating one, moving from industry into freelance independent design, keeping it versatile, it's a fascinating conversation with a lovely bloke, very, very talented, so we'll get into that soon. Firstly, a quick thank you to my sponsors, Illustration Limited, founding sponsor, my agency, supporting the industry, representing over... Oh, many many artists—two hundred, something like that. Forget ballpark figures, but they represent a lot of people, talented people. Uh, lettering artists, fashion illustrators, fashion design, set design, large-scale mural—all going on. All sorts of different talents on the agency. Uh, like I said, they do a lot of work with um, fellow Show Supporter Association of Illustrators to keep us all protected, keep them intellectual property rights strong. Um, conversations around that, around pricing as things go digital you hear more and more talks about this events, industry events so they work closely with the Association of Illustrators to keep that stuff good for us guys because we need it to remain independent um, go and check them out, illustrationweb.com you can check out the AOI at the AOI.com. Um go back and listen to their episode too uh, they're a great one and I've also got a big episode coming up on illustration agencies in the not too distant future, we'll get that put together sooner than later uh, Heart Internet, then my digital sponsor, give us a tech tip every episode. Um, I wanted to flag up Craig's kind of manner on social media. The manner in which he approached me was wonderful. He, he got in touch and he gave me some very kind words, some feedback on my book, Champagne and Wax Crayons, uh, which is kind of brutal, honest, brutally honest uh, story of turning my hobby of drawing into a professional career, you know. Um, it's a really kind of balls out, pulling no punches, the real story of what happens when you leave uni and try to get foot in the industry and all the challenges, all the knocks, all the rejection along the way. Anyway, not off track. Um, T- Craig got in touch and told me some really kind stuff that had been quite inspired by reading a fellow journey that wasn't too dissimilar to his. But the way in which he did it um, and approached me was wonderful. It was very selfless. He didn't go cheap plugging his work. He was just keen to hear what was going on. And he said, "Lucky if I'm ever in town, I'd love to pop by the studio, say hello, put a face to the name, um, show you some stuff. And I'm always open-minded to that kind of approach. So we met. And he's just a very genuine bloke who's very passionate about the industry. He talks in depth in this industry about um, that there's no place for ego. There's no need for ego. You don't really get ahead of anything you just kind of make a bit of a twat with yourself if if you're going out there being billy big bollocks and you know thinking you're better than other people um you do encounter it every now and again and i think it's only ever a detrimental thing but i guess my point here is just your manner you know be nice to people approach people compliment um share the love uh, ask people for feedback by all means go out there share your stuff but i think it's good to be it's like a normal conversation, do you know what I mean. You've got to listen, you've got to share, you've got to interact, you've got to take care, and really listen to what people are up to. And 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 if if you're genuine, I think it really does come across that authenticity, which we're going to talk about a little later today, does resonate. So there's a point on it's something you can integrate into your, you know, your social media work, uh, your website, your your just your voice, your visual and your written voice out there, and whatever it is you're doing, that you can definitely work it integrating that. So that is courtesy of Hat um. yeah, so, Craig Black here we are, um, I hope you enjoyed the last week's show with Marion Deschars illustration legend in my opinion I don't think you'll find many arguments against that either in industry, no matter what level you're at Marion's been going a while now and she does fantastic, consistently brilliant work um, go and check out her work, go back and listen to that episode uh, we've got many going on like I say, I like to keep it varied on the show I like to have students, graduates, legends uh, people from other fields, we've got a real broad bunch of people coming up Uh, we're going to have Gary Mansfield a guy who spent a lot of time in prison in his younger years Um, and his his discovery of art and his love of art kind of helped him to turn his life around and it's one hell of a story one mind-blowing conversation Um, and we touch upon all sorts of things belonging um, need for self-identity at a young age all these kind of crucial things Uh, and Gary's done a lot of work about that about identity um in his time since he left prison and, and he's done so many cool exhibitions and curated shows and he's a real inspiring fella got him coming up on the show very soon also um so much coming up we've got kate forrester lettering specialist lovely lady i did a talk with her at yoelo not too long back if you're in london go and check out the other yoelo meetups they're fantastic uh run by rob barrett and Willa gebby tremendous people great meets um So check it out, yeah. We've got all sorts coming up. So I wanted to talk to Craig Black because his manner was wonderful and I loved his work. I checked out his stuff and there's such a broad range of everything from 3D, building, lettering, um, illustration. There's all sorts of stuff. And we talk about the importance of variation. He's a man who doesn't want to do this sort of same thing all the time. He doesn't want a style. He wants to be bouncing from project to project and keeping it exciting and challenging himself and learning new skill sets. So we're going to talk about all that stuff coming up. We're going to talk about how he left the world of full-time employment and got into a career as an independent designer, the challenges he faced and how he overcame them. Um, It's a real kind of honest, balls-out conversation. Um, I hope you're going to enjoy it as much as I did. Thanks again to the sponsors, illustrationweb.com, heartinternet.co.uk. Please do get your feedback over at Arrest on the Mix on the Twitter. Feel free to email me, hello at bentalon.com if you want to be more private and personal. Uh, and keep the feedback coming, please, on the shows. Drop us an, uh, an iTunes review if you get a chance on the Apple Podcasts. Takes two minutes. Really invaluable. Please do it. If you're a regular listener and you like the show, you like what I'm doing, trying to support the creative industries, please support me in turn. And uh, drop a little review on there because it really does help to convince people that this is a show worth listening to. Um, And I hope you agree it is. So, without further ado, I'm going to get you to that conversation. Um, Quick thanks to everyone who came down to the live podcast podcast last week also at us two in shoreditch fantastic venue great supporters of the industry presented by the association of illustrators we had a fantastic night talking to brian grimwood legendary illustrator founder of the central illustration agency uh went down a treat i'm sure we'll become have a conversation about doing more of these in the future you are to be able to listen to that very very soon um so cheers for checking in there you go check out sponsors share the show please get me your feedback and here we go get Craig Black Design coming all the way down from Glasgow to meet me in my old studio in London where we had a fantastic conversation
1: and then when I did come up um, back up to Glasgow I reached out to all these folks um, big design agencies Just there was loads of them um, and every one of them were just spot on, Like I just said how yous doing, I'm Craig, I'm just back up the road from London, can I come and say hello yeah. and uh, about nearly every one of them had me in yeah. and it was just nice to have that conversation yeah. And from that, it kind of, you, you build up a kind of a relationship. And it's funny because everybody kind of knows everyone yeah, in yeah. some form of way. And um, I can always remember, I think I reached out to Greg Anderson of Tag Anderson and um, Jack Daly and a guy called Matt Burns, right? Three to do totally different things and stuff. I had no idea they were all connected in some yeah. way or form. And then I remember meeting up with Jack one day. And then he's like, oh, I'm in the same studio as Greg. Well, I'm in Greg's studio. And I'm not Greg, and then I was like, all right, Greg. And then I was like, all right, Matt." And I was like, making all these people at one time, and then it just kind of snowballed from there. Yeah. And it's great, because we're all pals now. And do you know what I mean? And from the outside, I was like, these guys are smashing it. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, these guys yeah, are yeah. cool. Yeah. And um, and when it happened, like I said, it's good, because you're able to get more especially up in Glasgow and stuff usually you usually go for a pint right after after and it's not a problem kind of yeah, think? yeah 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 so yeah I, I enjoy it I really I think it's, for me it's the culture up there as well yeah. and the creative scene there's a lot more going on but the thing is with Glasgow we don't shout about it we're not like I don't think we sing enough praises. I think there's top quality work up there, but people don't yeah. go and boast about it. Yeah, if yeah, anyone yeah. does, you kind of put it on your place in a sense. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just it's just the way. I well, have been brought up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm right, a big, more, more big modest, growth. modest outlook. Yeah.
0: yeah. Did you, was that? Do you reckon? Well, you know, when you, went, when you went back to Glasgow, did you having been in London? Did you get did the whole networking thing come from sort of having spent time in London and getting used to? Stuff
1: yeah, stuff? I, I definitely benefited from the networking in, in London. Because there were so many events down here, and I thought to myself, right, I need to try and just open up, because it was really hard at first, because I had a real problem Even when I first started in uh, my first design job, like, even my accent, I'm, obviously, well, I'm from Glasgow and it's just not far away, but people were struggling to understand me, yeah. and I had to slow it right down so you could understand. I've had so, to that
0: for this show. I
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly, I need to slow it down now. Um but yeah, like so when, I think I went to this first networking thing, and I was just talking to people, but there was music playing in the background, and there was just no conversation. They were just I could just feel myself, I'm shouting at this person, and they have no idea what's going on. They're just staring at me with a smile, and I'm like, inside, I'm like, you don't, you don't know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, f- funnily enough, um, two of to my best pals who I worked with in my first job, Andy Lawrence and Andy Evans, like, Andy Lawrence's old man is from just outside Glasgow, so I say, so instead of yes, I say
0: aye.
1: Yeah. And Andy gets all that. So he made me feel really comfortable, which was great. And then uh, he's blunt and he's like, okay, just slow down. Just just, just, <laughs> just calm down a little bit. And I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> and then it, from then I was like, going to these never events. And I loved them because you were seeing like, people up on the stage who are doing amazing work. And it was really, really inspiring. And I just thought, you know what, I'm going to go speak to these people, whoever mm. they were at him. time. And everybody was great, and it kind of gave me the confidence, you know, why these people are doing amazing things, and you just want to kind of connect with these people. So, yeah, I went to quite a lot of networking events down here, and because, like, there there is so many. Yeah. So when I made that move, so I was down in London for, like, two and a half, three years, and then when I made the move to Glasgow, I sent out a lot of emails, like I said, a lot of emails to all these design agencies and people and stuff were, like, smashing up in Glasgow to say hello and stuff, and... Everyone was spot on, and it just made it more. more I had confidence to go do that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? it's, you know, it's like, some, especially when if you're not confident in your abilities or any kind of work? I feel like that as a person, it's really hard to connect with people, but yeah. I think you need to be a little bit confident in yourself, yeah. and then it breeds out. And then, like I said, all these people have now turned in my, my good pals, which is great. So, yeah, you know, it's it
0: was the same thing. It's like I spent five years in Manchester, and looking back at what I very much kept myself to myself, apart from this small network that mm-hmm. I built that, that worked pretty well. And it's like now thinking about going back there, it's like it just feels so much more conquerable. And I'm, I'm like, why did I never hit up all those ad agencies or those creative mm-hmm. digital agencies, you know? And so if I go back there, I'm going to absolutely hammer that now. Mm-hmm. I've been coming and done it here. It's a similar thing.
1: Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Um, wh- one of the things for me is when, when I initially made that contact with all these kind of big agencies, what, what I'm saying, the creative directors and stuff, they're all really good people. and there's been multiple times when I say on Twitter or whatever, I've not put out a rant, but a, a concern that, like, I think one of them was like, I feel like I'm constantly on every weekend, and I'm just catching up, and just, there's just so much work to do. And I didn't, I didn't say like, I was kind of open question slash don't know, just see if everybody responds. Yeah. And the response was phenomenal, and a lot of the people who I did make prior connection to, sent me a private message, and it was things like just like you need to prioritise and stuff like that. You've got to realise you've got to have a life outside of work and stuff like that and yeah. and make sure you're, you're taking care of yourself and stuff and that just blew me away because to me, these guys are, like, are just like so busy doing their own thing and they've got a lot of, they've got their own designers and stuff and then there's like a little old me in the corner yeah, 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 and then they've took their time to come do that and that meant a lot to me. And I think if I didn't make those initial contacts or I went my way to say hello, mm. I don't think I would have got it. Yeah. Though it kind of response, so it's something that um, I keep constantly doing is just kind of reaching out to folk, and if there's any way I can help them, and just just being myself, really. And yeah, you just well, that's, a, that's
0: how we're here today, isn't it? You know, yeah, you, exactly. You, you sort of came some really kind words about the podcast, which mm-hmm. to your point is great because it's like you know, I think sometimes there's always that thing where you look at what someone's doing, and if you like it, you think, oh, you know, they're, they're sorted, they've got oh, yeah. it made. But, you know, all my intros are recorded on this sofa against the cushion. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? It's like exactly. you're on your own a lot of the time. You think, is anyone actually fucking listening to this thing? Uh-uh. You yeah. uh, know? So there's always that thing. So it is really nice when people come back with that feedback and you think, that's cool. Someone up in Glasgow is listening. Yeah. Some guy in South Africa got in touch and I was like, well, that's mad, but I love it. You know, yeah. it's really good. But, yeah, to that point, I think it's really healthy just to say hello and just say, this is what I do. Yeah, I like what you yeah. do. And it doesn't have to go any further than that.
1: Exactly. exactly. It's nice if you like... Oh, I'm a freelancer. Are you getting to work for me? Like, not that at all. Um, things are organically happening over time. If you get, build up a good relationship first and yeah. foremost, I think that's a key thing. Yeah. And if something pops in in the future and they go, oh, Craig could do this, Craig could do that. And yeah. that's how things have kind of happened for me in Glasgow, yeah. um, which has been great, and saying that in London as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but going back to when I reached out to you and saying about the podcast, because I remember reading your book, like, um, I don't know, a couple of years ago now. And it was, I was on the cusp of, I wanted to make the move into being an independent designer, but I was like, oh, I don't know what to do. And I was reading your book and it was thoroughly entertaining. I, I loved yeah. it. But I just felt there was a, a connection between myself and you in terms of how you've been brought up and how you've went about life and stuff. And it did give me the confidence. I'm not I saying cheesy and it's on the podcast and stuff, but, <laughs> um, but it really did those things. I always thought to myself, I'm going to reach out to Ben and just say, this is brilliant because... It really opened doors for me, and it gave me that confidence to go on and do my own thing. Mm. And I'm sure now I've been shared that onto like I've been taught in universities now, and I'm like, get this book, get this book, because it's really down to earth. And there's a lot of books out there, and I've read quite a few now. It's kind of on the cusp of going to do what you always want to do, and it's very like kind of boring, and it's kind of like rigid, mm. and it's like just follow your passion. You're like you need to know like sorry, following your passion, but. You need to know the reality. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. I was when you were working, like you were on part-time jobs just, just to make a happen. I worked so Full, many part-time full-time yeah, jobs, yeah. full-time
0: for a couple of years after yeah. uni, yeah. just all 10-pin agencies, the lot, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you meet characters in there, you know, like and yeah. you, know, you learn, and you just it gives you a bit more confidence because a lot of those jobs involve dealing with the general public on a mm-hmm. day-to-day basis, and you never know what sort of characters you're going to get. Oh, you know, is that a, yeah. someone holding abuse? You're knocking on the door for that recycling box to the week. Less, and it all happened all the time, but. And, you know, at the end of the day, it pays your bills while you're doing what you want to do, yeah. which, as we know, it takes time to, I mean, to build to a full-time living. Yeah,
1: and it certainly builds your character as well, especially Massive. things outside of the creative industry. Yeah. Like, things like that. I, I've dealt with a lot of stuff in that, and it's built who I am now in the creative industry, and I wouldn't change it at yeah. all, because it's made who I am right now. Completely. I've oh got the whole journey, is, is sets you up long-term without yeah, like a doubt.
0: So how long have you been going full-time? <laughs>
1: I've been on my own uh, for this, a year and a half. Um... Yeah, so it was, was it October twenty fifteen. So all, it all kind of came about. Right, so when I graduated from Glasgow, I like felt I had to be in London. I had this urge that I had to be in London. If I wanted to be working with the best and all this stuff, I had to be in London. And I just had this kind of ancestral drive. I had to be there. Fortunately, I got a job down here. But I think it was my last project and and uni or whatever. And it was um, a lettering project, and I found it. It was my first ever one, ever, ever first time I ever done any lettering project, and it was so challenging. And I, but the end result was wicked, and I, I loved this. And the response I got, I ended up getting, and they like Adobe finals as a student thing, was just worldwide, and that was it. Just gave me a confidence, boost and I was like, I want to do this. So when I came to London, it was all good and saying I wanted to be working with the best and stuff. But really, I wanted to be an independent designer doing type of mm-hmm. lettering. That passion became my purpose. So. I made. I came in and I had a full time job at um, Red B Media, which was a, a kind of broadcast design agency, so it was like branding and motion design. Mm. Um, so I was working that full time, and then in the evenings, like no one really knew, but I was just smashing out personal projects of doing yeah. type overlay and just non stop. And um, like weekends were just filled with it. And that was, I was in there for about a year and a half, and then I realised that. I didn't have any motion experience in uni at all, so I just went into this job and went, oh, I can do this. I'm like, shit, I can't do this. <laughs> so I had the two Andys. I was like, every two minutes, I was like, Andy, Andy, how'd you, how'd you do this? How'd you do this? And somehow I just totally winged it for like a year and a half, but they loved me in there and I think they all kind of knew all along. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. But what was great, I was getting to do some awesome projects in there and there was some to do motion and branding work and I was, fortunately, like I was kind of a with because I could flow between the two. Um, but I got to the point I was like I don't like doing motion. I'm not that great at it, like other people on here are smashing it, so yeah, and I was just not loo- was I was kind of losing interest, but it was just time to move on so everybody has a gene agency list, and um I, I sent them like five packages out and the one that I wanted to was um Gregory Boner Hill and um g b h and ended up sending, up like I said promo financing. Any jobs, (laughs) and then fortunately they liked what I had and took me on board. But in the evenings and in the weekends, I was still doing my own thing. I was just Mm. constantly smashing this out, and uh, it was just personal work, like little drips and drabs of freelance work, and it was like more just helping friends out and stuff. And I was getting.
0: Did you did you use any of that personal work in the application
1: for? uh, I did. I did. um, I did use quite most of it was. um, Personal work, actually. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, because. The actually kind of the creative director at the time was like was more drawn to my personal work than the kind of agency based stuff, um, which I think is really interesting. That just gave me more and more confidence to keep doing my own thing. But in the background, that's what I was doing. But I was there only at GBS for six months because my freelance career it just it just suddenly kind of picked up more and more, yeah. and the jobs were getting bigger in terms of like scale. So I was doing. Like freelance jobs in Glasgow, and I was like interior design of like a restaurant, mm-hmm. and then I was doing murals inside and then on glass, branding work, and then I was doing a barber shop. So I was flying up from. I was like a full day shift on a like Monday Friday working at night, and then on Friday evening I fly up to Glasgow do Saturday Sunday doing twelve fifteen hour shifts. On my feet painting sp- <laughs> like a massive wall with twenty five yeah. meters long. And then I fly back to London at midnight, last flight, Got to work on the Monday, and I'm, I'm a zombie. like, And I'm trying to do this. I am doing the work, and I'm getting it done, and I just did a good standard. But my heart was somewhere else. Do you yeah. know, my heart was, I, I was thinking about all along the whole time, was my own thing. So I actually, in those six months, because of that schedule, I hit burnout like twice. Yeah. And it's such a hot, I'm sure a lot of people have been through it in the creative industry and it's not a nice experience at all but instead of me treating it as a negative I treated it as a positive because it made me realise what I want to do what I really really want to do so um, I think I had, I had I was off for like two weeks and I was just done I was just like I had to switch off and stuff fortunately I finished the project it was like the last it was like the pain stroke went down and I was like Pfft, and done you <laughs> do know what I mean I just yeah. collapsed on the floor <laughs> and um, so in that, in that two weeks and I would just speak to family because I was in London on my own at the time and all friends and family were back, back in Glasgow and I was just like, they all knew what I really wanted to do and they're like, "Why? what are you waiting on? Because when I ran around when I graduated, I'm like, oh, I'll get five, six years experience doing an agency mm-hmm. and maybe they will start doing my own thing. And I'm just like, I, I, I don't know. I'm just going to go for it. Do you know what I mean? I just, it just kind of made me decide that I need to get my life together. I can't be doing this crazy work schedule stuff because I didn't have a social life either. Yeah. in London I was just constantly working and I wasn't myself really and mm. I'm very much a sociable person um, so I remember when I, I, mean, I made the movie and I remember your book just came in at the exact same time so I believe in things happening for a reason oh, do you know what yeah. I mean Yeah. Um, and when I read your book it kind of gave it, it a I like I'm going to go for this but when I had logged at bank balance I had literally had like one month's rent and I was like oh, shit same, right? and I told it <laughs> I told them I was like I'm doing this and I'm like, this is what I've got and they're like go for it no one hesitated that was the thing yeah. what, I, what I grew constantly because like, everybody's like there's anyone like who can do it, it's you but don't, don't get me wrong i have done a lot of research prior it wasn't just me like oh I'm going to go do this do you know yeah. what I mean i done a lot of how to do it and all these kind of things got the books spoke to people and then I did it and then I was like shit and I've worked so for some reason you just work ten times harder than you've ever done before of course you do yeah. and, um, you? exactly and you're like how to do this I remember getting my first freelance gig, and I was just doing um, kind of normal graphic design work just to get some money in the door. And it was two weeks' work, and I, it must have covered like prior like to my old job, like two or three months' wage. And I was like, "Oh, I'm minted here." Do you know what I mean? I'm gonna make, a, I'm gonna make a fortune. And <laughs> and then reality kicked in, and then it was like two. After those two weeks, I was like, I didn't get any freelance gig for ages. I was like, "Shit." <laughs> That's that, cool. that thing. Exactly.
0: It? it never changes, though. It's nah. like. I mean, I'm more comfortable now than I ever was, just because I've been doing it nine years, and 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 I know how to handle the downtime better. But mm-hmm. you, people, it's easy to look at someone's Instagram or their portfolio on oh, their client list mm-hmm. and think they're winning. But we're all still
1: just awaiting the next quiet. Time oh, all, exactly, you know? exactly. And then um, from that, I was just I was just constantly working on how to do this, how to promote myself and market myself, and um, just in a professional manner. And it just started to kind of grow like slowly but surely and then you start to build more confidence and then getting yourself on bigger blogs and stuff working out there and a lot of, I'm st- I still continued my personal work and the downtime was never never moaning myself going oh how am I going to pay bills so I was just like fuck it do you know what i mean? just going yeah. worst case scenario what is the worst case scenario I'm right I could chug the mouse in London but I can go back home to Glasgow do you know what I mean yeah and um, so for a, I ended up being in London on my own I didn't end up I like oh, eight or nine months and I, I was working from a cabin studio, which was slash my bedroom. So <laughs> it was like non stop in there and um I was just working around the clock. And again I was falling into that trap of close to burnout and I was like, nah, I need to I need to prioritise here. And the thing is I was missing home, I was I was missing the culture, I was missing my pals and stuff. I was listening I was missing a kind of normality in a sense. Mm-hmm. And then I think it was around Christmas time. And when up my missus was back up the road as well, and um, I was I remember getting to Glasgow. I was up for a road for two weeks, and I've been back for for plenty of times, but it never I felt any problems of going back to London. This time was like, nah, I can't do this anymore. I said, right, I'll move back in three months. Next day happened, I was like, I move back in three weeks, and then I was like, nah, I can't handle this. I'm just going home. I just yeah. I just I literally just, just I just rush. packed my bags and got a van and just moved back to Glasgow right away and. Yeah, and I've just been I've been out back in Glasgow now for about a year, a year and a bit, and I've just loved it. I just yeah. loved it and I felt I feel better as a person, first and foremost, and um, I'm sad to really can't get my life back, but my creative work has been much more productive. Mm-hmm. I've been working better in my timing and stuff like that and how to Manage it if you're saying nine to five. Like how to be more productive in that time rather than me working nine to five, going for a dinner, then working till seven to twelve at night. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Same thing. I've, like is, again, it's something that's come with experience.
0: I'm right now very reluctant to mm-hmm. work weekends and evenings mm-hmm. because of the importance of staying fresh. Yeah, exactly. And so, how does that? How do that work out financially? Like, I'm, I'm guessing it's a little cheaper to live in Glasgow. Oh yeah, than it like, is in London. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: They're talking more than half of, I don't know yeah. uh, it's it a, a big amount of pressure isn't it yeah it was a huge amount of pressure but even it wasn't for me it wasn't really the financial part. it was more the pressure of being caught in this bubble of being in London and thinking of the pressures constantly you need to be better than everyone and you know, all those kind of things and then I just when I went back to Glasgow like nah I don't need to be like that at all and I just really so, as a person first and foremost like I said but yeah, there was a lot of things that came off. Uh, a lot of weight came off at that time. Um, but yeah, I've, I've hugely benefited from it. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So how do you describe? How do you describe where you are now? Like, if someone says, "What do you do?" What, what, what? Does that does
1: that change, or have you got a set? Well, uh, I just I say I'm like an independent designer doing type of thing. Lettering. That's what I kind of. I don't like to use the word specialist. I don't like that at all. I just yeah. like to play in that area. Because well, it is very, it's very playful. Yeah. And that's,
0: that's that's when I, you know, like, like initially we talked, and you mentioned about public speaking, which we'll mm-hmm. talk about in a bit. But that was my initial angle, and then I properly sat down and looked through, and I was like, oh, no, no, there's so much good, interesting, yeah. playful stuff here. Like there's there's a bigger picture, and yeah. there's there such a great range within it. Which does that does that bring its own problems in terms of math, <laughs> it, in yourself? Yeah, I think
1: so. I, it's tough because. I'm attracting bigger and bigger clients, which is amazing and it's mind blowing because I never thought at this stage of my career that these people would be interested in me. And they're all picking out different kinds of work that I'm doing. Like I could go from like installation work to a packaging project to an editorial and it's all different. But I love doing that. I love I, I love changing it up. I could go from like doing digital work and then I'm you know what, I wanna go build something and then I'll go and I'll go paint and I just love that variety and I, I don't like to narrow myself in having a, a certain style. I like to have... I just keep... The word versatile keeps popping in my head and that's something that I always want to do. It's like once I do something, I'm like, right, what can I do next? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And don't get wrong, there's some people out there who are smashing and doing certain styles and just constantly getting the work in mm. and stuff but for me, it's not about like working with like It's just being happy doing what I want to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I've got to a stage now It's it's quite fun. I don't know if I mentioned it before but... I've been working with these guys called Thus Craft, based in Glasgow, and they, like, we specialise in, like, the drinks industry, so packaging work, so I mentioned Matt Burns earlier on, um, who is a he's an Aussie designer, but he's moved to Glasgow, and him and a guy called Chris Black, who's no relation to me, but um, started this company up, and they reached out to me you know, maybe about six months ago, and um, it was a freelance guy, and they are like, listen, Craig, we've got this, big gig coming in, and I think your take work would be spot on for it. I was like, sweet, get, get me on board. And We did, but I love working with those two guys. I think, like you, I'm sure that you know, and you've worked with a few people, that you just click right away. Yeah. And, it, and they two had that, like, their mindset and the way they viewed things of the future and stuff. I was like, "User are right and aligned with me, kind of thing. So we done this project, and it was on for about a month, and I just loved it. I just loved the culture of working with other people because I was working on my own the whole time. I was in Glasgow but I was working in my own studio space and I was just alone. And I kind of said to myself when I was in, when I was moving back to Glasgow, I need to be around people. I want to have that culture again. Um, so when I, when I started with these two guys, it kind of grew from there and that was in Fred Egg Anderson studio which was Greg Anderson and I met another show called Jack Daly in there as well. Mm. So we were all just smashing it in all different levels but it was just going in every day and there was just batting on stuff and that was all good. But the connection with Dust was one project led down to another, like Craig, he's another type project, he's another type project, and I'm like, it's very, very, I'm in a very, very fortunate position because that doesn't really happen, do you know what I mean? The amount of times that I've freelanced at other places and it's not, not even type related and it's stuff that I want to do, but mm. for some reason it was just falling in my lap, working with these two guys, but I love working with the two of them are just cracking guys. Well, you mentioned earlier about the whole paths crossing thing, and actually, yeah. I think we have more
0: control of that than we know. And it's like you can't ever go right and meet that person at that time. But I definitely believe that if you keep the net open, so to speak, and, you, and you're good with people and, mm-hmm. you, and you're open to going new directions, mm-hmm.
1: you do find those connections along oh, the way, you know? Definitely. Because that, that just blossomed. That was through, like, I spoke to Mark maybe on social media. For, I don't know what I mean, when I graduated. And um just privately just saying love what you're doing and um, what, hopefully one time I'm back in Glasgow I'll speak to you and that was like three years later mm. and he was just as cool as the first time I like, spoke to him on social media um, so that relationship kind of blossomed and I've been working with those guys ever since like I'm in there constantly so it's now got to a stage I am working in, doing, in the drink industry a lot more which is something I've always wanted to do mm. but it's been really hard for me as doing all on my own so working with these guys is kind of an in in a way But now that I'm kind of, I'm also, I'm doing my own thing and I'm working with these guys the exact same time and I've got the best of both worlds and I'm in a very, I'm not going to say fortunate because I've worked bloody hard to get to this level and I I believe by networking, communicating with people and being, having your own personality got me to a stage. Um, But it is in a unique situation where I can get to combine the both and the two guys are spot on. Like they know that I'm doing my own thing and they're like, it comes in, we somehow can manage it and go, alright, Craig's doing his own thing, but after that, get back on this project and it, for me as well and I'm sure he's like being an independent of, having that stability as well financially it yeah. is a massive thing especially when I just bought got a mortgage and yeah. got bloody engaged Well it is thing. good and
0: I've got a handful of clients who do come back and that's really nice you know like mm. you say it's good to think okay I've got a quiet spell, but these things are bubbling Yeah, it's, you know it's quite soul always when you have just a bleak out <laughs> and <there's laughs> yeah. nothing yeah. a certain coming in next yeah. you, like you say if you've got commitments you know that's like yeah, you know, that's the, yeah,
1: big, exactly. that's the big fear about freelancing for most people, so... Yeah, uh, exactly. And oh, I'm done, my bloody message is Like, we, we went and viewed a house, and we we're like, oh, I wasn't I wasn't too sure. I was like, oh, I'm still like, unsure of that freelance life. Next minute, oh, we'll go for this mortgage, and then next minute... I was like, "All oh, right, do I get engaged?" <laughs> and, I <was laughs> I want to and I was just like, "What am I doing?" And I was like, "I've not even got the money for this." <laughs> and um, so yeah, it can all potentially fall any place, um, but everything have for sort of reason, I believe. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I'm in a really good place right now, which is good. That's fun. Yeah, it's Is the versatility thing? Do you think it's indicative of your
0: personality? I mean, I'm that it certainly is in my case. i like was showing you the photos mm. you just worked on this week earlier. And, by all rights, I shouldn't really be running around art directing photo shoots, but I just love that. I love, like, when I, you know, growing up, like, a more golden age of publishing, it was like, mm-hmm. I just love it when you get a knockout spread or an awesome front cover where someone's really pushed the boundaries. Mm-hmm. And I was doing that at some point somehow. Yeah. It just so happens that you got mates with photographers and musicians, so you mm-hmm. pull them all together. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm restless creatively. I, yeah. I could easily just sit there and just do the black line drawing, but I don't want to. It's like... I have built my name on that, but I'm setting up other other franchises mm-hmm. now, other mm-hmm. banners to do this more creative, adventurous mm-hmm. stuff. Is that the case with you? Is, is, it, is it? Is it just you know you just like the challenge of moving? New I classes? do, I
1: do. I constantly challenge myself. Um, I, I I need it. Um, I think I've always been like that my whole life. Because um, prior to being in like creative industry, or being a, a designer. Like I used to be a professional football. Really, yeah, uh, yeah. I played for my local team, so I was there for about five or six years, and I was constantly fighting against the tide, like in terms of being the young boy in the, the first team and stuff. And I, t- I don't know if anybody's been around and played professional football, but there's a lot of politics involved as well. Mm. Um, and I found that an uphill battle, but I was constantly fighting against it, and it was a challenge after challenge after challenge. And now, and, and a lot of things happened in life as well in that constant challenge, so it kind of made me a better person for it. So. Mm. When I came into doing um, typography and Learning, it was like, how can I better my last project? That's the way I try to do it by doing something totally different, or mm-hmm. can I do something that I'm scared of? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like even try to do calligraphy. Like I'm shit at it. Like, but I'll craft. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll try. I'm putting that challenge down to myself. Yeah. I'm going to try and do this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just that like constant. It comes to pressure on myself, first and foremost, do you know
0: what I mean? I relate to that in a very different way. I mean, I played sport until six, seven, 16, 17, kind of, you know, for, for teams, not professionally, mm. but for teams, Sunday league and that kind of stuff. But I've always been a huge sport fan. And actually, as a, from a fan perspective, that's a big inspiration for me, having mm. grown up seeing these people overcoming all these barriers. Yeah. And that definitely bled off on me. And actually does mm. feed into, like, a quite competitive spirit, mm. you know? So it's like, not from a playing perspective, but I
1: certainly relate to that in a way yeah yeah, yeah I was very you could say competitive but um, in this industry I don't compete with anyone else I compete with myself it's futile it's can, because it's only opinions isn't it yeah.
0: it's only ever opinions so like you say if it's you're not fighting against yourself then yeah, it's like exactly. a losing battle I think
1: oh, yeah. one thing that my message my keeps saying to me is like as soon as you get positive news or something positive you? you think negatively and it's like why? Do you know what I mean? Because 'Cause I'm like, all right, any why is that why do you think like I can be better? Do you know what I can be better? I'm like and then after about five minutes you calm down and go, Do you know what? It's actually pretty good and just take it on the chin, you know what I mean? It's yeah. actually pretty good. Do you know what I mean? I was guilty of that, yeah. You know, like
0: not, not not stopping long enough to enjoy taking yeah. that I and then
1: Yeah, fuck. Yeah, you need, I, something, that's something that I'm learning from experiences to enjoy things a lot more when those yeah. moments happen, whether it's a project or just Something simple that you've achieved, otherwise, you know what, I mean? what are we working so hard exactly, for? You know? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I know people who are just constantly grinding and they're just constantly putting themselves down. I'm like, come on, mate, do you know, enjoy yourself, love life. Definitely, you know I mean? there's no
0: greater feeling than, um, you know, getting to a Friday and ending on a high note. You know, getting get a new project, she's got a project and go out for
1: a beer, and mm-hmm. it's, just,
0: it's a great feeling. And yeah, why not exactly. have that night out? You know? exactly. It's just like, yeah,
1: but the good thing for me is that when I go back home and like I've got like course. And stuff, and I go. I can't even speak to him about design stuff because they'll just tell me to shut up. Oh, uh, and they've got they enjoy it and I love that. I absolutely love it. I do, yeah. And it just this total like, oh, I've done this project, and they're like, don't give a fuck. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Typical. yeah. You know the
0: I mean? yeah. lads that I grew up with, you know, Sparkies, Brickies, uh, yeah. and and, and will I'll moan about, you know, being cold in my studio and forget that I've got a mate who's out <laughs> on the, like, the moors in Yorkshire yeah. in the winter and he'll yeah. just be like, They look at me
1: and I'm just like, I'm sorry, I forgot. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like my, my old man and my older brother, they're both plumbers and uh, they're just typical lads. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, I used to go, oh, which thing is? Design project? And they're like, aye. Did, aye. Aye. And I'm like, I st- I what is that? That's my feedback. Also- Do you know what I mean? And I'm just like, Aye, put that like, in your, uh, put that in your dashboard. I, I, am like, cheers, cheers. I, I made yes. sense. <laughs>
0: I, I really like the stuff in your work with uh, the three D stuff. I mean, like you've you will seen the branding for the podcast being a listener. Actually, the print three D prints and stuff like that. Ah, yeah. Really excited about working on three dimensional objects mm-hmm. in the minute. I, I really was taken by the X Max. Oh cool. A really fucking,
1: like, really strong piece. Like, what yeah. was,
0: what was, what was the deal there? Yeah,
1: I think that was for. Um I'd invited to go to the ING Creatives out in Dubai um, to, to exhibit my work, and that was my very first, that was probably one of my first major exhibitions, but I had no idea what I was going to into, and I thought to myself, right, I need to create a series of work here that shows me as a person, and I wanted to show my versatility. So the X project was, um, it was kind of, uh, I just I just love building stuff with my hands, and I remember one day, and I was like, I saw marble paint, and I was like, how can I create? I like to tell stories with my type. It's not just a visual piece. Like I like, there's that always a hidden meaning because X Martha spot like, that project. I kind of juxtaposition and finding X should be clear, but yeah. in this one, it's it's not. The marble kind of covers it, but if you look at the angles and stuff, you can actually see the X popping up, and it's meaning that the idea behind it is that you can get there, but through different ways you're getting your goal is never so straightforward in mm-hmm. a sense and you will uncover it eventually in some way or form yeah and um, and for me that place was like i i'd done it it was just one of those fart moments i was like oh, i'm going to create an x and dip it in marble and then i'm going to spread it, it just kind of came out right away yeah and then i went and somehow managed to build it i didn't think anything of it at first i thought i'll put it on the exhibition and see what happens and the response was crazy like the men of people who were like Try, like I get so many commissions off it, which was pretty awesome. People try to buy over in um, Dubai. But I was like I got to a point after about two days and I was I like, I don't want to say that. Do you know what I mean? Like it's a one off. Yeah. And then but saying that, I, I, like I just moved out in a new house and I just brought out the kind of cupboard and I was like, oh well, there's plenty of dust on it, <laughs> could yeah, I made yeah, money yeah, off yeah, it? Yeah. But nah. No, yeah. I think there's certain things that you tie back to and that was I think for that going to that exhibition always look at that piece that reminds me of that time Yeah, and there was a kind of pivot I was one of those things that made me want to go into more installation work yeah, like, and actually building stuff because um, on that periphery trying this thing on my own and now I'm like trying to do larger scale stuff Yeah, and it all stemmed from that kind of one project so it's nice that you can relate to that as well and you, you like that project because it meant a lot to me as well yeah
0: well it's so. the same thing I mean I did that because the lady across the way was a 3D printer and I was exposed to it firsthand, and mm-hmm. just blew me away. And I yeah.
1: thought,
0: oh my God, you know, my brain exploded. Ideas, <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. To do something with that. I've got to my like, ink on that somehow. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, she was well up for it, and it was just a lot of fun. So, um, but yeah, that, 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 like you said, since then you kind of do it, you commit to it, and all of a sudden these opportunities reveal themselves from yeah, these exactly. other projects, like work with Doctor Martins on a pair of boots, mm-hmm. and you know, it's it's, it's exciting. Like, are you quite open to technologies and, and and working with new? Oh, definitely. Because
1: the guy, the guy who. I can't remember his actual name, that's terrible, but <laughs> the guy who'd done the, the laser engraving for it, like I walked in his workshop, and it literally, like he's done, it blew my mind. I was like, give me that bit of wood. I said, like, I'm gonna do something with it, and it was like, and they cut, and he's like, oh, we can cover it in this. It was a crazy, like, kind of clock shape thing he was doing, I said, let me paint it. And it was just a spark of ideas, and I loved working with these guys, and they was a the technology, and then I went on to, um, when was the next, I think I was, I was with my brother one time, and we went to a scrapyard, Again, blew my mind. And I was just like, can I buy this? Can I take this? I'm going to paint this. Yeah. And seeing the house now, I've got a covered full of just junk. Just, <laughs> but it's, it's, we are, the, I shouldn't say it's junk, it's, it's ideas, it's possibilities. Yeah. And that's the thing. And so I'm actually building like the home studio now. And then the missus is like, this is going to turn into chaos in here. And I was like, ah, yep. This is And, <laughs> and this is why
0: we talked about earlier, it. it's so important to have an external space. Oh, exactly. Exactly. So you can exactly. shut the door and not.
1: Exactly. It. like. I'll just put the tunes on and just shut the door once I'll just let me be for the next couple of hours <laughs> and it'll come out and be a big monster inside or something I don't know but that's that's kind of like I like working on these different technologies and it's just every day is different especially when I'm working in this drink industry just now like just talking about packaging and what you can do with packaging like mm. you work with these guys I'm pushing them they're pushing me and we're doing all these interesting stuff that's maybe not been seen yet Yeah, and, um, and I think just having the same wavelength as well Helps endorse that kind of thing, definitely.
0: Oh, massively, yeah, hundred percent. Like, is that how you met the guys at the Piss Modernism?
1: Yeah, with, with Marco. um He, I just remember seeing him doing what I tend to do. Like, it's, it was on a blog actually um, called this is Central Station, which I don't think is going on anymore. And he was like a um, featured in it or whatever. And I know it's an SPC he, he was an illustrator based in London, but it was from Edinburgh. So right away I was like a Scottish guy doing design in London as a connection, do you know what I mean? So I reached out to him and he was working. but he just moved back to Edinburgh at the time and from then we just kind of, a relationship blossomed and I think he'd done it in his first year and it was for Piss Mordering for Marco was like a, to get all his kind of frustrations out in illustration work and it was very small at first and he's like Craig do you want to get involved? And I said of course I'll help you out in any way And First year, then the second year. And then this year, it kind of blew up big time. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, it blew up big time. I was time. gutted that I couldn't get help for it. Yeah. I, think, I think I'd just come back. Yeah, I'd just come back from the
0: States. That was it. And um, it was, didn't happen. It, was, it either happened while I was aware, I think it might have been the day that I landed back so I was jet-packed and, and obviously yeah. to get back from haul from America <laughs> and get straight up to Scotland from yeah, London exactly. was a, a would be bit, bust a bit of an ask but yeah, but yeah essentially it's
1: uh, political, social
0: uh, artwork on beer bottles, right, from the local brewery Yeah,
1: exactly, yeah. so he was doing all these kind of beer labels and they're asking artists of all kinds of us. what was really good about Marco's perception was to give kind of students and graduates an opportunity to have a professional piece of work but what I found frustrating because I've been going into universities as well, and I've been touting this to them like, get involved in this, but a lot of students don't, and I, I, I don't understand why, I've been finding that quite often in the past, maybe six months, Like so many other students, so many design agencies are doing all these kind of exhibitions once want students involved, and they don't act on it, and I don't know why, because when I graduated, I didn't have anything at all, and I would have jumped at you, you spent opportunities, just to, even just to meet these people, so, but this year I think it started. It did get a lot more um, publicity as well, and it turned into an exhibition. And there was talks as well, doing various things. So that was really, really enjoyable. So, and then again, for something new, like I admire Marco's work. His illustration work is, is awesome. But a friendship blossomed as well, which is for me is much more, more important than anything else. Yeah. And that's what tends to happen. And he's talking about like how stressed out he was putting on the exhibition and stuff. i like. Give yourself out by, the bag. Like you're doing, You're doing really well. This is awesome, yeah. and you've given you've gave so many people an opportunity that. Do you know what I mean that I don't think you get enough praise for? So as a friend, I was giving him that, and I think he needs it as well. But no, I done an amazing job, and hopefully, he continues to do it in the next year. Or so going get yeah, big bigger and bigger. It's a big undertaking. Put on the show. What's that? It? It's a big
0: undertaking. Yeah, thing, definitely. So, yeah, you know. So yeah, know I, I love being a part. It was really yeah it's very cool yeah so what's going on moving forward
1: have you got anything exciting in the pipe one yeah I'm working on well working on the first craft. we've got a lot of kind of technographic packaging what we're kind of clients all over the world and stuff Um, I've got more exhibition pieces I've got installation work to do um, murals and all sorts it's it's always different there's always something coming I'm fortunate in the position that there's more and more stuff coming in and it's chopping and changing um, the other day was like a sign painting job. And I'm not, like, I'm not a professional sign painter and stuff, but it was an opportunity to me. Like, I was like, I can't do it because I'm busy doing something else. Another project came in, but I'm happy enough to give to give someone else an opportunity. And rather than just no, recommend this person, recommend that person. Yeah. And because I've I've had that, I've been doing that quite often. And I don't expect anything in return, but I, I believe in some form of kind of I don't know if karma is the right word, but Everything that was for a reason and something well good happening in the long term. So, doing that, I got involved and I met another Saint Peter who's like, "Do you want to come in and I'll teach you a few things." So the next Saint Peter comes cool. on then I'll be like, yeah, I can do it. Do you know I mean, don't get on. This one I came in was like fucking twenty-five meters long and stuff, and <laughs> and I, I was like, oh, I had to do it in two days. I'm like, I, I don't know if I could do that much on my own. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on just now, but. Yeah, I'm actually just trying to think of exactly what's going on but right now it's about your blog so the
0: public speaking sounds interesting yeah, sounds yeah.
1: Like so the a big goal for me this year was for myself was to do more public speaking so I was like right, how, do I, how do I do this how do you get about so I spoke to I don't know if you know of uh, Jam Hot based in Glasgow Ed okay. Graham McGowan who runs that as well he does a uh, a show like a talk called Gab which is growing even more and we're getting like, in Glasgow it's, it's every once every two months maybe and it brings like kind of designers up to talk about the background just talk about anything really and I think you pay, I, I went to a few of the shows and it was like top, people who I have a mad for years who are up there to talk and I was like well, blown away kind of thing and I always thought I want to get myself out there and just speak more and just connect with other people. Mm. It's not nothing to do with like me going, oh, this is me and this is my portfolio. It was nothing like that. It was just literally to say, this is my story. This is how I got here, Yeah, blah, 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 kind of thing. So, Graham, I think if someone put a tweet or something like that, looking for someone to do like a 10, 15-minute spot, just to support, I mean, I thought to myself, that might be a good idea. But I didn't act on it at first, and I'm like, ah, I should have. And then... It kind of deadline past and I was like, you know what? i have got I just, I just emailed him. I was like, because I kind of knew him beforehand. I was like, Graham, get me involved in this. I said, I want to do this. I'm put myself in a my comfort zone. Let's do it. Yeah. it. says definitely. But then it kind of spiraled, and then the next minute, I was actually one of the leading talkers that nice. night, nice. and that was my very first so tap. It was January this year, and um, I remember. It was probably, uh, so it was me, uh, a guy called Richie Lamb, who's another independent designer in Glasgow, who's been smashing it for years. Reuben Paris, who's like an amazing photographer, who's <laughs> some character, that was the first I met him, he was really entertaining, and there was a girl called Asha Story, who was a comedian, who had no idea what the whole show was about, she was just, <laughs> she was brilliant, she just like, I don't even know what I'm doing here, but it was hilarious, but I was the first one up talking, and I remember the week prior to it, I was doing the talks with my missus, and I was so nervous, I was like, I was rattling, I was like, well get up here, do you know what I mean, um, just, they just want to hear what you're saying. Do you know what I mean? You're not a professional public speaker, so when i and done the first talk, and it was I was quite fortunate because there was, I think there was maybe I can't remember 15, 100 people there, but the room was quite dark, so I couldn't actually see anybody. The only person I could see right at the front was that room in Paris, and he's big eyes and he's big smile, like, <laughs> just staring at me. And I was like, is he trying to put me off here? He's just, it was just, he just had a big like, smile, but it kind of made me feel at ease at the same time. Brilliant. So, I'd done this. I'd done the talk for about 10 15 minutes, and the response I got was incredible, like it kind of blew me away. Yeah, and then the big thing for me was when I was going to sit down, Ruben actually turned around and said to me, was like, Craig that was excellent. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And just that small comment that I think people kind of misjudge, especially people who've been in the industry for years, can do for someone like me, that gave me huge confidence. Do you know what I mean? It yeah. was massive. And then I was sitting on the ground, and um, everybody was just uh, it was a lot of people who I didn't know but then the other talks came on and it was like Richie and uh, Ruben and stuff and Ashley and every one of them referenced me in the talk right really? and I, would, I was wow. I, and then my missus nudged me and said come on they're talking about you and i was just about, <laughs> I was just like, kind of blown away and then after that so all the talks were amazing that night and I had just a huge confidence and in, in me as a person first and foremost to get out there because I Every, I think anybody can say that public swing is daunting. It really is daunting. Very daunting, and, um, yeah. So after that night, the, and then that week, a couple of weeks afterwards, like the emails were dropping in, like people going, you've actually inspired me to go do this. And I was just blown away by that. Like people saying, inspiration, like Craig Blander. I was like, whoa, calm down. <laughs> but, really, <laughs> but really, like, there's a many people in from that. So it kind of snowballed. And then I think someone was at that talk, asked me to do another talk, and then they're getting bigger and bigger. And then I, I think the last one I done was at Piss Modernism, and th- I, I didn't have the fear. Like I didn't. Ha- I just felt right. These people here are here. Just put a present in and just hear what you're saying. And I just really, really enjoyed it. And then from that, I, I, I don't know. It's just spiralling into bigger, bigger events. And I'm supposed to do a big one next year. I can't come for two big ones next year. And I'm like, I've only done like two or three talks, but. It's not so much about publicity. I think it's more about your personality and yes. your story. And I think it's, like, it's, it's authenticity. Yeah, it's, I think It's
0: exactly a story yeah. to share because we're all, I think, definitely, it's one of the reasons I do this. It's one of the biggest learning tools is just hearing people's stories. It's yeah. pulls
1: I think the, the thing that, especially, is your honesty, like brutally honest, especially in your book. And I went to a lot of talks before and I find they're quite frustrating with some of them because you're, you're looking for that. Often just saying that, honesty, saying like, how did it really begin? How did it really harm And people went, "Oh, we came from bottom, we're never right at the top." Like a typical like mm. tune. And I'm like, no, I want to be honest. So when I done the talks, I said to myself, be honest. And that's what blossomed with a lot of people. People really connected with that, and I've been like ever since. And I do that with my work as well. I try to be honest and authentic yeah. as much as possible. Yeah. I think people just resonate with that more. Definitely.
0: They do, they do that, and that's that was. It's funny. Cause the book thing started as a, as a just an angry rant, and it. Snowball before yeah. people actually taking the time to go. This is cool. I, mean, I can relate to this. You yeah, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and it does give you a kick to me, and it's like, uh, oh, it and, and you do move forward. And it's the same with the talking. It's, I'm nervous every time, and there's always a point when I become aware of my own voice and get a bit panicky. But then I manage to write it out, and I'm yeah. generally all right with it now. And I would say 1.5 beers is like optimum to take yeah. the to keep the faculty of speech. Yeah, definitely. Definitely.
1: Uh, <laughs> just kick pig off the edge,
0: kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, just for that opening bit because yeah. I never I never know how to say like he, going with the hello and this is my oh find,
1: that's what that the introductory yeah. is
0: difficult
1: yeah you're just like, oh, alright I'm, I'm Craig <laughs> <You're> typical <laughs> Glasgow and I'm like nah I need to calm that down but the, that, for, that first one that I'd done at Gav. like I think I think Came off, I don't know, I say something I think I put a picture of myself up when I was young or something. And that asked story, a comedian was sent for a note and she just howled laughing. And I like she just made me feel so at ease. Yeah. I'm like, right, next time let's get hire a comedian and write down, just sit it in front Massive. and laugh. But and just laugh at everything I say It make me feel good. To join. One laugh <laughs> is crucial. Exactly. It really does
0: certainly win too exactly. Either. And on the flip side of that, if you try and drop a joke and it bombs, oh, it yeah. can go all, all kinds
1: yeah. of wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. I've made sure that I've tried stay away from that. Just yeah. try put my finish yeah. picture Oh, and David Brent torpedoes. Really <laughs> <do that. laughs> yeah, exactly. Nobody needs I was throwing a couple of Mr Bean gifts the last time. Do you know what I mean? People just loved that. Oh my gosh. Again, you have
0: fun with it, don't you? You have fun, to be honest, and, and think it's good. Think yeah. people, people are into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: but it does. It does kind of spiral during these, these talks as well because a lot of um, students like kind of connect as well. And I think it's for me, especially when I, like, I read you about it. And I keep saying this again, but because you came from like a kind of town area guess, similar to like Glasgow, and you, you made it happen, like, a lot of people connect with that. Whereas people who are just kind of from London and making London, they think it's just that. Whereas mm. coming from a town, you can do it yeah. in other places. And I think that's really important. And that a lot of students kind of. Connect to me in that way, yeah. And then, I, and I always get back to every student who's kind of contacted me or that. like meal for a coffee or, or whatever and speak mm-hmm. to them about what and just get any advice I could possibly give. Yeah, and I think it's crucial. Like, it's good I think to give I, it back. Yeah, exactly.
0: You, it's just nice to be nice, but also, you know, the little benefit. Like you said, like, I don't do it to get mm-hmm. anything back but little benefits have come from it in the end like these, mm-hmm. some of these kids have gone on to become really good designers mm-hmm. before you know it they're right up there in the industry and, and like I know some of them have recommended the book and got sales mm-hmm. on that other yeah. ones have, have you know plugged me to whatever and got mm-hmm. me to get a talk at a uni or commission it's just good to create that environment yeah. where you help each other out I think yeah,
1: exactly I, th- I think it, like I said I think it's absolutely crucial because I've helped a few now and they've gone on to do their own thing and there was a girl I actually contacted me the other week and I've known her for a while and she she ended up getting her first job before she even graduated nice and she wasn't even going to go into like study graphic design she she done an HNC which I, I don't know what a cover now is but and then she went stepped away and she was doing other things like bar jobs and stuff and she reached out to me and I just basically gave her what she said to me was like you gave me the spark yeah and she went back and done a, a degree course and then from that she just loved what she she got a job and she, set, she sent me a big heartwarming email and it was just it blew me away because you don't really I think some things that I don't really know the implications that it can do in someone's life I'm just being myself and I'm just helping someone yeah. like maybe try this maybe do that and then she's like you totally changed my life and I'm like whoa but it's great and I think I think more people should be doing these kind of things especially yeah. with the experience you get in life definitely yeah. it's a yeah, very empowering feeling and like you say that's that a, a beautiful
0: moment when that mm. happens and you get that one piece of feedback or some kind words and you realise that you've actually had an impact on someone's path that's like wow that's big yeah. that's, yeah. you know, that's like an enormous thing it's yeah, an achievement definitely. really my actually, my girlfriend was down at her, her friend from back home's house last week. And her right. friend's got two girls, and one's 12, one's five, and they're both banging to wrestling, right? So, my so, right. so, so mum can't get her head around it. She's like, Why are my daughters watching BBE? <laughs> and they That's love right. it, and they've got all the masks and shit. Oh, and, I uh, did two
1: stones for the bed and stuff. <laughs> yeah, so she
0: found out about me doing the work for WWE through Laura, and so I like, actually came up to them. and was like, oh, is Ben going to be around? Is Ben going to be around? Like, you know, I've got, I've got to talk to this guy. Like, oh, <laughs> She's hilarious. So I'm walking the street talking, this 12-year-old girl, like, well, my missus is behind just laughing. And she's awesome. And um, anyways, Laura's down there this weekend. And she said, you're not going to believe this. She said, there's a pile of uh, Libby's, like, school books and textbooks um, on the shelf. And just in the middle of it is your book. She's, like, reading it. It's in there oh, with all, all these textbooks and, like, uh, whatever the... Exam board. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that's a, that's one of the biggest compliments you'll ever get. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And that that's brings awesome. me somewhere close to being cool with a twelve-year-old girl who's oh, at school reading my book. I'm like, that's yeah. cool. <laughs> he's risking the wrath of peers for that, and we all know that's pretty brutal at school. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Nah, that's pretty awesome, ridiculous. Yeah. But, but there you go. Like, you know, it's just it, Sometimes he's nice with people, and you don't know where it leads. Cool. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> right. So I'm sure since you listen to the show, you know about the shack in the tank, bit. At the end it always ambushes people but mm-hmm. you now and again you get someone smart to have an ambush. <laughs> yeah, so that's all love and a hit, yeah. loosely themed within creativity. What's what, sorry? Very love and a hit loosely oh. themed within creativity. Oh. <laughs> hate
1: egos. Hey? Eh? I hate egos, egos. I hate answer. it. Um can't stand it. Don't think it's necessary. Don't think it's absolutely necessary whatsoever. And I think it bleeds in a lot of people and it just doesn't need to be there. Um but on the other flip side, I love everything about the industry. I love, I love the creativity. I love the people. And I love people just going and trying their own thing as well. I love people taking getting a set of balls and trying something. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Um, and rather than being scared. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think there's plenty of cases like that. But yeah, I think that's kind of the main ones, I would say.
0: Yeah, yeah I couldn't agree more. Like you said, the being scared thing is really healthy. Yeah. Especially when you're trying for something that felt really... You know, insurmountable. It's yeah, a, it's a huge buzz, isn't it? when you come Yeah, out
1: exactly. Like when you conquer something on your own, there's there's nothing more empowering that way, and you you feel like I can do this. Do you know what I mean? There's just that confidence. But it just, like I said, into normal life as well. Do you know, what I mean? away from creative issues, it just gives you confidence and doing other things. It yeah, do you know really mean? does. Actually, that's
0: very, very and, true. Um, yeah. But yeah. Nice. And uh, where can people find
1: your work? You can find me at www w dot too many w's or It's hard to say uh, exactly. <laughs> Craig, Craig dot com. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as well. Nice. And I'm yeah. guessing your
0: talks will be listed up up there. When you yeah, play.
1: yeah. Some of the talks are there, and um, there be, should be some uh, on YouTube pretty soon, actually. And you can hear my terrible Scottish accent even more. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's where you'll find me and stuff. Uh, but yeah, hopefully people can connect and just chat away. And I'm happy to help out. Absolutely.
0: that's
1: a nice mate. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for
0: your time. Yeah, great to be here. Awesome. Cheers to Craig Black for taking the time to come and see me in my studio and have a wonderful conversation. What an inspiring, lovely, uh, honest bloke, right? It's what it's all about. His his kind of genuity, his authenticity. I think it just resonates. It comes through. You look at his work, there's so much soul to all of it. Um, he mentioned some very kind words about my book inspiring him there, but what you find, the more you get into the industry, it doesn't matter how experienced you are. Um, You just get inspired by others. I get inspired by students all the time. I get inspired by 10-year-old kids who like to draw and do work that they could never appreciate why it's good. But, you know, when you see that kind of talent, I, I just think Craig touched upon a really important point there with ego and how there's no place for it, and there really isn't, because, yeah, we all look up to people with more experience in our industries. I mean, as we speak, I've got Jamie Hewlett's work pinned upon the wall around here. Um, I've got prints by loads of other artists from the Tate, from the Portrait Museum. But when you meet people in the arts, I think what you find is when people are genuine and they're appreciative of, of doing what they do, you keep your feet on the ground. You don't ever quite lose the appreciation of being able to do what you love. So I think it's a really important lesson there. And um I've stayed in touch with Craig ever since, keeping a keen eye on his work. Big fan of what he does. Uh, and it's brilliant, because this is how we build networks and relationships. And it doesn't have to be a false thing. So I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. Um, get me your feedback and thoughts on it on the Twitter, at ArrestAllMimics. Drop us a little review, please, if you get a chance. Could do with a few more on the iTunes. Looking to you loyal listeners to uh, keep the support going. It takes two minutes to do. Really, really big help. Uh, so go and check him out, craigblackdesign.com. Awesome lad. Top fella, the great designer, um, got some great shows coming up down the road. There's going to be a little break next week. I'm going to take one off. Um, don't often do this, but I'm going to be in Hong Kong working on a job, and uh, they might give you guys just to gather bit of time to gather your thoughts i know a few people have fallen behind because i'm just putting them out on a weekly like at a rate of knots it's kind of uh i love it but it's kind of crazy as well so take one week breather and then back into it for a strong run because before long i'm going to be coming up on the big 100th episode so please get your ideas over who do you want to hear from who do you think's uh, worthy of that episode don't have to be experienced don't have to be legends these can just be someone doing something fascinating i don't really care about repute and status it's all about uh creative innovation, that's the name on the tin so I uh, hope you give me your suggestions over please, hello at bentallon.com if you want an email, at arrest or mimics on the twitter, cheers for tuning in again guys, thanks to the wonderful sponsors, go and check them out, illustrationweb.com and heartinternet.co.uk and also great support from the association of illustrators at the aoi.com cheers for checking in guys, have a wonderful week, stay creative and I'll catch you very very soon <laughs>